If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Movies sure are a complicated old business, and it's a little surprise that creative types can often butt heads. Failing to see eye to eye on the basics of a project, enough so that one might ultimately decide to take leave of the assignment entirely. Now, there are of course two sides to every story, but beyond assigning blame or painting anyone as a hero or a villain, all of the following actors quit movies because of the actions of another performer. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 actors who quit movies because of other actors. Number 10, Julia Roberts quits because she couldn't convince Daniel Day-Lewis to co-star Shakespeare in Love. In the odd case of Julia Roberts, she didn't quit a movie because of a problematic actor that she refused to work with, but actually the opposite. Best Picture winning dramedy Shakespeare in Love was in development for years before finally getting made. It very nearly started shooting in the early 90s with Julia Roberts set to play the part of Viola Deliceps, later played by Gwyneth Paltrow to Oscar winning success. However, Roberts' contract gave her control over the casting of her co-stars, and insisted that the still uncast part of William Shakespeare be offered to Daniel Day-Lewis, believing him the only actor capable of playing the bard. But the famously selective Day-Lewis ended up turning the part down, and even though Roberts allegedly flew to the UK to try and convince him personally, he opted to star in In the Name of the Father instead, for which he received a Best Actor nomination. As a result of this, Roberts dropped out of the film a mere six weeks before shooting was set to begin, with sets and costumes already being created. Universal ended up putting the project on ice, and director Edward Zwick failed to successfully shop it to other studios until the late 90s, when Miramax finally took a punt on it. Number 9. Ewan McGregor quit because Christian Bale asked him to. American Psycho. As difficult as it is to imagine anyone but Christian Bale playing the part of American Psycho's Patrick Bateman, Bale really had to fight tooth and nail to win that role, fending off a number of more well-known on-the-rise actors. Though Bale was initially cast by director Mary Harron years before shooting started, Lionsgate was doggedly pursuing the more famous Leonardo DiCaprio to play Bateman. When DiCaprio eventually left to make Danny Boyle's thriller The Beach instead, Lionsgate offered the lead to Ewan McGregor, who soon thereafter received a phone call from Bale himself. With McGregor and Bale being old friends, Bale asked him to turn the role down, effectively clearing the path for him to take it unchallenged. In Bale's own words, quote, I phoned a few people and let them know my commitment, let me tell you. I called them all and told them it was my role. Don't touch, step away, or if you're not going to step away, understand what you're up against, end quote. Number 8. Deborah Winger quit because of Madonna's casting, A League of Their Own. 1992's classic sports comedy, A League of Their Own, almost starred the great Deborah Winger as protagonist Dorothy Dottie Hinson, a part ultimately played quite terrifically by Gina Davis. In a recent interview, Winger stated that she'd actually been cast in the role and spent three months training with the Chicago Cubs, but decided to depart the project after Madonna was cast as the outgoing Mae Mordebito. Winger's rationale was that Madonna's presence would fundamentally change the film's tone into something more outlandish, and so she quit, and with the pay-or-play rules of her contract, still managed to collect a full salary. 
Today, Winger says that she doesn't begrudge anyone involved with the film, though maintains her original instinct about Madonna's casting was correct, saying, quote, As entertaining as the finished film was, you don't walk away going, wow, those women did that. You kind of go, is that true? As for the quality of Madonna's performance, well, Winger held nothing back, saying, quote, I think her acting career has spoken for itself. Number seven, Woody Harrelson quit because Laura Dern did, Benny and June. 1993's romantic comedy Benny and June ultimately starred Aidan Quinn and Mary Stuart Masterson as the titular characters, though the eccentric sibling duo was very nearly played by none other than Woody Harrelson and Laura Dern. However, when Dern found out that she would receive third billing below Johnny Depp and Woody Harrelson, despite having a recent Best Actress Oscar nomination to her name for Rambling Rose, she quit the project. Harrelson, who was to receive first billing, also decided to leave once Dern departed, and in his own words to Dern in a recent interview said, quote, Once I knew you weren't in Benny and June, that was that. Harrelson left and decided to make Indecent Proposal instead, with Quinn being speedily brought on board as a last-minute replacement. Harrelson and Dern did finally get a share the screen almost 25 years later though in indie dramedy Wilson. Number 6, Kim Cattrall quit because she couldn't stand Sarah Jessica Parker, Sex and the City 3. Unlike every other entry on this list, this departing cast member ultimately caused the film to never end up happening. In 2016, it was announced that a third Sex and the City movie was in development, because despite the second film's critical drubbing, it still grossed almost $300 million worldwide. However, in 2017, star Sarah Jessica Parker confirmed that the brakes had been pumped on the threequel, with reports later confirming that it had been cancelled due to Kim Cattrall's unwillingness to reappear as fan-favorite character Samantha Jones. Though Cattrall herself stated that she, quote, went past the finish line with the character, it's been widely reported that she refused to appear in the third film due to her well-noted animosity with co-star Parker. Back in 2018, Cattrall publicly posted a social media message to Parker calling her, quote, cruel and, quote, not her friend, seemingly backing up historic rumors that Parker and Cattrall were at odds throughout the filming of the original series. Presumably, Cattrall's doing well enough that she doesn't feel the need to work with people that she can't stand just for a paycheck. But nevertheless, it's Sans Samantha Revival series, and just like that, is soon due for release with the other three leads returning. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Number 5. Bill Murray quit because he hated working with Lucy Liu, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Bill Murray played Charlie's assistant Bosley in the 2000 Charlie's Angels movie, and it was assumed that he'd be returning for the sequel as well. However, the funny man opted not to reprise the role in the follow-up Full Throttle, where Bosley was instead replaced with his adoptive brother Jimmy. The reason for this? Well, Murray had a strained relationship with both director McGee and star Lucy Liu throughout filming, allegedly telling Liu that she couldn't act, which prompted her to try and physically attack him. Murray later called her, quote-unquote, unprofessional. In a recent interview, though, Lou claims that the dispute emerged over rewrites to a scene which occurred while Murray was away from set, and he took his frustrations out on her with, quote, inexcusable and unacceptable language. Lou does say the pair are on better terms today, at least. 
Number four, Richard Gere's sloppy eating habits annoyed Sylvester Stallone, Lords of Flatbrush. Before he hit it big with Rocky, in the early 70s, Sylvester Stallone was supposed to start alongside Gia in the Lords of Flatbush, a drama about a group of greasers. The two didn't make it very far into production before they realised that they were polar opposites though, and wound each other up to the point where it was going to put the whole shoot in jeopardy. Stallone criticised Gear of taking his role too seriously, and walking around set like he owned the joint thinking he was bigger than the movie itself. This all culminated in a hilarious altercation where Stallone was chilling in a car between takes, only to get into a fight with Richard Gear. As he put it to Andy Cool via Cinema Blend, quote, I was eating a hot dog and he, Richard Gear, climbs in with a half a chicken covered in mustard with grease nearly dripping out of the aluminium wrapper. I said, that thing is going to drip all over the place. He said, don't worry about it. And I said, if it gets in my pants, you're gonna know about it. Then he proceeds to take a bite of the chicken and a small greasy river of mustard lands on my thigh. I elbowed him in the side of the head and basically pushed him out of the car. The director then had to make a choice. One of us has to go, one of us has to stay, end quote. After this, Gia took off and the pair never worked together again. Number three, Ripton quit after a sour meeting with Dennis Hopper, Easy Rider. 1969's classic indie road movie Easy Rider stars Peter Fonda and Dennis Hopper as two bikers traveling across America, who during their travels end up meeting doomed lawyer George Hansen. Jack Nicholson, who played Hansen, did a terrific job in the part, but according to the film's co-writer Terry Sillen, the role of George was actually written for actor Rip Torn. Those plans quickly went south, however, when Torn met with Hopper and Fonda at a restaurant to discuss the part, and Hopper's comments about quote-unquote rednecks offended Sillen at Torn. The two very nearly fought, after which Torn just pulled out of the project. More than 25 years later, when Hopper discussed the incident on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, he claimed that Torn pulled a knife in him during the meeting, prompting an incensed Torn to sue him for defamation, claiming that Hopper was the one who in fact pulled the knife. Ultimately, Torn won the lawsuit in a landslide, winning $475,000 in damages. And then, when Hopper appealed the verdict, the judge ordered him to pay another $475,000 to Torn, which is just crazy. Number two, Terrence Howard quit because Robert Downey Jr. quote-unquote took his money, Iron Man 2. Terrence Howard was actually the first actor cast in the original Iron Man, and with a recent Best Actor nomination to his name for Hustle and Flow, he was able to angle the highest salary among the cast for playing Tony Stark's pal James Rhodes. Howard was reportedly paid roughly $4.5 million, while the riskily cast Downey just made $500,000 up front. With the film teasing Rhodey donning the War Machine suit for the sequel, Howard was widely expected to return for Iron Man 2 until Marvel made the decision to renegotiate his salary. Because Rhodey's role was apparently made smaller during rewrites, Marvel Studios offered him just $1 million to return, when Howard was expecting to be paid $8 million per his contract. Howard ended up quitting the project and ended up being replaced, of course, with Don Cheadle, later claiming that the $7 million taken away from him was given to Robert Downey Jr. instead. Mid reports that Howard was a difficult presence on the first film set, he stated, quote, The contracts that we write and sign aren't worth the paper that they're printed on sometimes, end quote. Howard also claimed that Downey Jr., quote, took the money that was supposed to go to him and pushed him out, and that despite apparently helping the actor secure the Iron Man role in the first place, Downey Jr. took three months to get back to him about the issue. Number one, Joan Crawford quit because of her feud with Betty Davis. Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. 
Stories of actors quitting movies because of other actors don't get much more juicy than this. Now, if you know much about classic Hollywood, you'll be aware of the historic four-decade feud between screen legends Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. This was quite ingeniously exploited in the classic 1962 psychological horror film Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, which cast the pair opposite one another as warring siblings to tremendous critical and commercial success. Director Robert Aldrich hoped to repeat the delicious pairing two years later in the thriller Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte, casting the two as at-odds cousins this time around. And Crawford actually got as far as shooting some scenes, though after going back to her on-location trailer to rest, woke up to find the entire cast and crew having departed to their hotels without informing her first. Crawford became convinced that Davis had orchestrated this entire thing to happen, and on the eve of shooting resuming in Hollywood, Crawford admitted herself to hospital claiming to be sick. Production was initially delayed for her to recuperate until it was ascertained that Crawford was basically just stalling in an attempt to quit the film. With the movie's insurance company eager to get shooting going again, the decision was made to recast, with Olivia de Havilland ultimately filling the void. 